Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Telegraph Local's podcast, Unredacted. It is June 1st, and I wish, like many people, I could say it's a a happy June 1st, but I think uh, that is certainly not something that can be said uh, today and probably not tomorrow and certainly not for the last several days as our country seems to be burning down. It's a very sad time in the country, especially coming off the backs of coronavirus, Seeing businesses that were getting ready to reopen and trying to rebuild everything from small mom and pop shops um, to business owners who have had businesses for 50, 60 years. I saw them shut down amid a a virus that uh, ravishes and only kills about 5% of the population that it hits. Now they have to deal with something different. They have to deal with a, a riot, a riot by disgusting individuals who are not peacefully protesting, who are acting in a way that's vigilante and and vicious. There is definitely something wrong in a society where it takes two months to arrest two people that shoot to death an unarmed black jogger in broad daylight on video. There's definitely something wrong in society when it takes a week for a white police officer who virtually killed a man, strangled him to death, cut off his blood flow, where he died a slow, agonizing death over a prolonged six to seven minute period. Those are disgusting things. No rational person in this country believes that they are okay to do. No rational person in this country believes that not holding those three men that did those two things, accountable. However, you cannot hold someone accountable when you're burning down the same businesses that support your way of life, your neighborhood, and your jobs. It is ridiculous to think that, and it's an absurd notion to believe that anyone with any common sense would look at what's going on right now and stand with it and believe in it and think that it's okay to do. Protesting is the right that America has. Protesting is the right that we believe everyone should have. Protesting is the right that's protected and supported. But anarchy isn't. Burning down buildings isn't. I thought we would talk about some facts about what's going on now and, and kind of the State of the Union is where it is today, where it was last week, and where hopefully it, it, it goes tomorrow and beyond. 
hopefully now that the National Guard is being drawn out to about 30 different major cities in the country, um, the violence and the, the craziness comes to a halt. Did you know right now that China, China is asking if they should support the U.S. riots like the U.S. supported the Hong Kong riots? We're literally becoming the laughing stock of the world. Russia is literally laughing at us. Iran's message to the U.S., don't tear yourself apart. So now we're getting talks from Iran because of the craziness currently going on in the country. It's insane. It's nuts, and it needs to stop. A strange suspicion that it's going to stop very abruptly in the next day or two, and a lot of people are going to get hurt. They don't just stop. There have been in several major cities cars without license plates parked in strategic areas of the cities with guns and Molotov cocktails tucked into the trunks and the back seats of those cars. There were reports of bricks and rocks being found in piles near riot areas as if they were being placed there intentionally. Multiple police vehicles have been torched in nearly 30 cities. It's so bad that even the peaceful protesters are begging the rioters to stop. Where are the rioters coming from? There have been reports, several reports from several media outlets over the last 24 to 48 hours that a lot of the arrests that have happened are from people who are out of state. They have out-of-state IDs and out-of-state driver's license. Now, these aren't people coming from out-of-state to protest, as they do a lot in Washington, D.C. These are people coming out-of-state to riot, which is illegal, criminal, dangerous, and just plain ignorant. What does it take for that to stop? This is no longer about an unarmed black man in handcuffs who was killed by a white police officer. This has become something much greater now. This has become something way bigger than simple protest about the death of a black man at the hands of a white police officer. This has become about the common good of society, about the ability for society to function to protect its citizens, to be able to have the freedoms that we have that very few other countries get to enjoy. So when does it stop? How does it stop? There's a wide belief through several media outlets and several news reports that this is being orchestrated by a group called Antifa. Antifa is playing a huge part, according to news outlets and media reports, playing a huge role in this. Such a huge role that Trump has declared them public enemy number one. They are the new Al Capone of our generation, of our era. Organized chaos is something that simply can't happen. But, I, I, you know, when I, when I was writing out the notes for this podcast, one I feel is a very important podcast because I think that right now, man, we're in a tough place. You have reports of people who were getting ready to open up their businesses from coronavirus just to see them burnt down and ruined forever. They'll never have them back. Insurance doesn't cover everything. And if their insurance policy doesn't, consider, it doesn't cover uh, anarchy, then chances are they're not going to cover it. They won't get any money from it. People who have spent their life building a, a business, 
30 and 40 and 50 years. Some of those businesses are 100 plus years old, especially the ones in Manhattan and Brooklyn that have been handed down from generation to generation. Now, reports coming out of New York City last night, they were busting windows and you had storefronts that had put up plywood on their windows to keep people from breaking into their stores and they broke through the plywood. And I'm not even talking about the high-end stores that can take this. You know, the Targets, or the large companies in high-end stores. Obviously, we know Target's not a high-end store. But the large companies, the large corporate companies, not a big deal. They're going to recover from that. In fact, Target's just closed a lot of its stores in several different cities as a way to protect itself from being ransacked and looted uh, from the rioters. But so my big question was, I, I know what Antifa is, and I'm sure a lot of people who listen to political news have heard that before, but I really wanted to to understand exactly who they were and what their, what, what their goal was. So I looked it up. And I looked it up through several different um, outlets and several different left-wing, right-wing outlets. I looked it up on Google. I looked it up in Webster to make sure that the information I was giving you today was actually accurate, that what we were going to tell you on the podcast is true. What I was able to find verbatim is Antifa is a left-wing, anti-fascist, militant, political activist movement that comprises itself of autonomous activist groups, dates to the 20s or 30s, to fight against European fascism. Also, Nazism. The first uh, modern-day Antifa movement started in 2007 on the East Coast, and since then has grown. Now, we know through the last election, Antifa was actually at Charlottesville, um, they are the ones who are fighting with the white supremacists. And no, I'm not pro-white supremacist. I am anti-Antifa. I'm anti-white supremacist. I'm anti any group that causes the suppression of another race or another group of people, a sect of people, or anyone at that point in time. Antifa wants you to believe that the police departments are against you, and they're not. Are there bad cops? Sure there are. We witnessed one last week who killed an innocent black man in handcuffs. But the vast majority of cops are not. I am not a big fan of police officers. Not many people are. I think they're a necessary evil. But we've got to have them. So they want you to think that anything short of a country run without a government, without a police department, is, is, is okay. They want you to think that it is better to not be able to call the police when you have an emergency or not be able to walk down the street with your dog without fear of being robbed, raped, murdered, so on and so forth. They want a world without protection for the average day, no matter what country they're in. Antifa believes in forcible suppression of opposition. It believes in socialism. I do not believe in socialism. Some do. A lot of Democrats believe in some form of socialism. And that's fine. We can have difference of opinion. I do not believe in socialism. I never have and I never will. I've studied it in depth, and I don't like what it, what it entails. But that doesn't mean I'm smarter or dumber than someone who doesn't believe in it. We just have different beliefs. The concern here is if we can have those beliefs and have those beliefs in the same country and still get along. Now, Antifa is not the Democrat Party, although – People that are members of Antifa, the vast majority, if not all of them, claim democratic status. But that doesn't mean that the Democrat Party 
is Antifa. I've heard some things today on the news that bothered me about that. They kept comparing Antifa to the Democrats, and I, I just I simply don't believe that. The everyday average Joe Blow, run-of-the-mill, blue-collar Democrat or white-collar Democrat is not Antifa and doesn't believe in their tactics, doesn't believe in their calls, and doesn't believe in what they're doing. It wants nothing to do with them. The question we have here today is about humanity and about all of us coming together as one person and stopping this. That's what the goal is today, and that's what needs to be worked towards. You know, it's going to be very scary, I think, tonight, and I hope I'm wrong. When the sun goes down, people break curfews, and the National Guard has to help quell this. Police departments themselves are not equipped to handle such large crowds as it was gathered. You have tens of thousands of people in each individual major city causing riots and ruckus. So they can't do it alone. They have to have help. Where does that help come from? National Guard. Some of you are old enough to remember the riots in the 60s. When MLK was assassinated, I wasn't. I wasn't alive. I'm a little bit too young for that. But I do remember the historical value and the historical importance of what happened, why it happened, and how it finally ended. It peacefully ended, finally, because government officials and very well-liked and popular people in the media and religious figures stood up and finally got it stopped. If it wasn't for that, who knows how long it would go. One of the problems we have today, or that I'm seeing today at least, is I'm not seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a few people finally stand up six days later and start um, asking for it to stop. But they're asking for it in a roundabout way. They're asking for it while still blaming something else. No one's asking for the protests to stop. People are asking for the riots themselves to stop. We have a lot more to talk about um, in this episode, but we're going to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be back in about 90 seconds. Stay tuned, guys. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters.
Welcome back, guys, to uh, Monday, June's first episode of Unredacted Telegraph Local's new podcast, where we bring you um, late-breaking news in podcast form and talk form. Uh, please be um, aware as well that anything we talk about in today's show can also be read um, in words at telegraphlocal.com. Just click on our political tab, and we have a lot of this on there. Um, Telegraph Local itself, telegraphlocal.com, the website is not an opinion news site. It's an opinion-free news site. We do offer the podcast as a way to kind of expand uh, on some of the stuff that we write about uh, on the website and to kind of go a little bit deeper and to give you a little bit more information. And there is a little bit of opinion in there. It's um, factually, factually based stuff with opinion added in. Um, so keep that in mind as you're listening. I'm going to talk about the facts, but I'm also going to give my opinion. Um, if you want nothing but facts, just go to telegraphlocal.com and read any of the stories you see there. We report on a lot every day. We write anywhere between 10 and 20 new news articles per day of breaking news. And it's important that you read it. If you really want facts and you're tired of getting anything but facts, if you're tired of listening to opinion shows uh, on regular news channels, try us out. You might like it. We are totally ad-supported. It is free to read. So the more you read, the more we make. Anyway, we were talking before we left for the commercial break um, about some facts that are, are coming about in reference to uh, all the riots that are happening over the last few days and what they're about and, and the, 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 what they're not proving, how they're hurting others. In fact, they're doing nothing but hurting others. And I'm not talking about um, the protests. I'm talking about the riots themselves. You have the victim's family members speaking out, asking you to stop rioting. We have bricks, piles of bricks and sticks and stones popping up in big piles in areas where the riots are happening as a way for rioters to have more ammunition. seems kind of weird that these rocks and these, these um, stones are popping up in places where there's no construction going on whatsoever, just randomly in front of the areas where rioters happen to show up. You have cars being found in these major cities in strategic areas with no license plates. Once they're opened up and searched, we're finding Molotov cocktails in them. We're finding weapons in them. We're finding bricks and rocks in them sitting there waiting for someone to use them. So this is definitely, not, definitely with the information we have now, the evidence we have now, an organized, chaotic kind of thing. It's being run by somebody in the very first 15 minutes of the show. We talked about Antifa and what it was. So if you want to hear about that, I'm not going to repeat it. Just go back and listen to the beginning of the podcast. My, my big question is everyone is looking at the president today to do something about it, which he uh, has had a big talk with a lot of the governors. My, my, this is my question. Where are the governors and the mayors of these towns over the last six days. Why can they bypass having any type of responsibility for it and just shoot it right up to the president? Yes, it is true that the president is in charge of restoring national order. So if the country goes to crap, which it, it's pretty much going now, he's in charge of restoring national order, which I have a feeling you're going to see in the next 12 to 24 hours that happen, or 24 to 40 hours that happens. But for the last six days, where have the governors and the mayors been in these towns, in these counties, in these major cities? Why haven't they taken action? Why have they allowed their police departments to continue to back up to allow the third precinct uh, in Minneapolis to be burned down? Why do they allow that? The job of police officers is to protect, to protect life and property. But they let their own police department be burned down. And they wasn't the police officers. I guarantee you, the police officers wanted to fight. I guarantee you. Had they been given the orders to go ahead and clear the crowd, they would have. But we have these mayors and governors that they lack any simple sort of, of, <clears throat> of for lack of a better word, balls. They're afraid that if they react, it's going to be an overreaction and it's going to get worse. 
But if they don't react, people burn cities down. People take jobs. They take jobs from people. They 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 do away with any sense of normalcy. Like you know, over the last three months, we've had no normalcy. We've all been locked down in our apartments and our houses and 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 pulled from society. My girlfriend and I Saturday night went out to eat dinner on a patio. Finally. And we were talking about it, and it had been literally almost three months since the last time we were able to sit down anywhere in a restaurant and have restaurant service. Almost three months. Now, on the heels of this, you have all this pent-up anger and frustration and people that have been sitting inside forever, and they're just destroying the country. And it's the rioters. It's got to stop. Something frustrating, though, that I heard today, and I actually checked it to make sure it was true. I looked it up on more than one media outlet, and I looked it up on the Internet. There are reports that Joe Biden staffers have spent a lot of money bailing out 13 people in Minneapolis that were arrested for rioting. They weren't arrested for protesting. They were arrested for rioting. So the Biden campaign has bailed out, has taken their own money, allegedly their own money. I don't really know where that money came from, either do you, and we probably never will. But they bailed out 13 of the rioters in Minneapolis. You've had more than 60 Secret Service agents injured. And 62,000 National Guard have been deployed in at least seven cities. 62,000 National Guardsmen have been deployed on their own citizens in seven cities because the mayors and governors didn't stop this crap when it first started happening. Had they stopped this the first night in Minneapolis and that police department hadn't have burned down, there's no way this would have grown to what it was. When, when, when anarchists and rioters saw that the police department would quiver in fear and get rescued from the rooftop of their own police precinct against rioters, they realized that they could get away with this in other cities, and it spread. And it spread like wildfire. It's even right now, it's spread to London, it's spread to Berlin, and it's spread to Toronto. All because it was never quelled in Minneapolis. It wasn't stopped in Minneapolis. Had it been stopped that first night, guarantee you all this in other cities wouldn't have happened. I find it very strange that the ones get arresting for rioting so far have been those with out-of-state driver's licenses. So people are literally coming from out of state to riot, which is a a big crime. It's a federal crime, actually. Coming from out of state to protest is not a crime. Coming from out of state to riot is a huge crime. It falls under an interstate compact law. I was reading about this before the day's show. I just ran out of time to go more in depth as I wanted to. Um, But it's a crime, and you're going to see a lot of people get in a lot of trouble over this. Those who are currently incarcerated uh, and those uh, just arrested uh, and those who have yet to be arrested. Are going to get in serious trouble over this. You know, there's curfews everywhere. I believe uh, the curfew in some of the towns in California is as early as 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So at the time of recording this show, it is almost time for them to be locked down. Yet again, another curfew. This isn't a coronavirus curfew. This is now a riot curfew. Just scare the hell out of everyone listening to this podcast. Just scare the hell out of anyone who has children, who has wives, girlfriends, moms, dads living in major cities. Because how long does it take for them before they start turning on apartment buildings and houses of innocent people who are in bed at night to sleep? How long does it take for them to move away from downtown into the suburbs and decide that now they're out of stores to loot, they're going to start looting people's houses. 
That's a serious question, and it's something that will happen if this isn't stopped. Some of the, the, the biggest cities affected right now, Brooklyn, New York, Soho. Soho in Manhattan, <clears throat> in lower Manhattan, was, was, was terrorized last night. There was reports on the news of people who literally were in their apartments above storefronts. One report uh, of two guys who owned a store who lived above it had to listen in their apartment right above, one floor above their own store, while rioters broke in and stole everything and, and tore their business to pieces. And today was going to be the day they, they finally got to open from the coronavirus pandemic and start to rebuild their business. Now there's no business left. Philadelphia, PA. National Guards are now protecting all of our very sacred monuments and, and, and historical buildings. Because the general public, well, not the general public, but rioters can't be trusted to not destroy very private and important things in our country. The National Guard is literally on rooftops now in the heart of Philadelphia. Last night in Washington, D.C., St. John's Church. I know D.C. very well. I lived in D.C. for seven years of my life. I also lived in Brooklyn for quite some time. I know both the cities well. I used to walk by the White House every day going to work, as well as the Capitol. I used to bartend three blocks from the White House. They have sprayed graffiti on the Lincoln Memorial. The Lincoln Memorial. President Abraham Lincoln, the one who abolished slavery. They graffitied his monument. So they don't even care. This is that's that's a thing. This has nothing to do with black or white anymore. If that was the case, why would they spray paint graffiti all over President Lincoln's statue? Because it's not about black and white. This is about a bigger agenda, a scarier agenda, one that has shown they could spread fear throughout the heart of this country in a matter of a couple of days, completely turn the whole country upside down in a matter of days, and that's just scare the hell out of everyone. The IFO-CIO, which is in downtown D.C., had windows broken out of it, was busted all up. St. John's Church, and let me get back to this because I've actually gone to uh, a service years and years and years ago at St. John's Church for a wedding. Beautiful church. I'm not a big religious guy, but the church itself is beautiful. They had just built a children's wing onto the the right side of St. John's. And that was to help educate children for religious purposes, obviously. That was burnt to the ground yesterday. The fire department was able to get in quick enough to save the church itself. A church that, by the way, let me remind you, every single president since James Monroe has attended a service there or has gone there on the day that they were inaugurated. Every president since over 200 years of history in that church was almost burnt to the ground at the hand of ruthless rioters. Minneapolis, obviously, is in shambles. It's like a war zone. There's burnout cars everywhere, broken glass everywhere. People have been shot. People have been stabbed. People have been attacked. Salt Lake City, Utah, now has to deal with rioters getting attacked. Their police department's in, in shambles as well. Now, these cities have their local police departments. They have gotten police departments from towns, localities, and villages around them to come help. They've called the state police in. They've now called the National Guard in. How much longer is it going to take before the actual army has to come in? Or the Marine Corps? What, another day? Another two days of this? Chicago. 
blocked off the entire expressway yesterday. They literally had to lift Saturday. They had to lift the bridges of the Chicago River to keep the protesters from crossing into downtown the Loop area and destroy the Loop. But yeah, where are the governors? Why aren't they speaking out? Why is everything being pushed on the president? Where is their responsibility? Where is the governor of Minnesota and the mayor of Minneapolis? Where's their responsibility for letting this get as far as it did? When are they held accountable? Guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break one more time, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about this. Again, thanks a lot for listening to Unredacted Talk Local's new podcast, and we'll be back in about 90 seconds. This podcast is brought to you by Telegraph Local, telegraphlocal.com, the web's only real opinion-free breaking news platform. At Telegraph Local, our team reports and delivers real facts for real reporting. In this day and age, facts are extremely important. Facts matter. Real news matters. The only real place to find these facts is on telegraphlocal.com. So if you, like many, many, many others, are tired of the same misconstrued reality of the world and of the current aggressive political landscape, come on over to telegraphlocal.com. We'd love to have you. Read, comment, share. Telegraph Local, your opinion-free news headquarters. Welcome back again for our second half hour of Telegraph Local's new podcast, Unredacted, where we talk about factual current political events and topics with a little bit of a twist, a little bit of humor. Well, not today. There's no humor today, um, but with also a little bit of opinion. Again, telegraphlocal.com. News stories are completely opinion-free. If you're looking for an opinion-free, just the facts website to read your news on, telegraphlocal.com is the place to be. Unredacted, our new podcast, does have a little bit of opinion in it. We talk about fact-based stuff and we kind of give, you know, how we feel about it, how I feel about it, how we feel others may feel about it. So we talked a lot about Antifa. You know, it's funny that people are saying, oh, President Trump, you know, in Antifa, he can't declare Antifa um, public enemy number one, but he has. He's officially designated them a terrorist group, but there's an issue with that. The issue is that officially designated an organization a terrorist group is something we can only do for groups outside of the United States. And the thing about Antifa, too, is there's no real leader to Antifa, right? There, there's, no, there's no person. It's not the Klan. It's not the Black Panthers. It's not some of the other hate groups that we have in the United States today. There's no, clear, there's no one to go to and talk to. There's no one to go to and arrest. There's not a hierarchy of people like the mob where they can go to and, you know, arrestify families, the heads of Antifa, because no one knows who the heads are. No one really knows where the money's coming from. 
I think that once we're able to start following the money, we'll be able to figure out a lot more about this. But until we start following the money of how Antifa is funded, we're not going to know much. And I hope that's something that the federal government and state and local government are thinking about and want to do. Twitter has actually suspended Antifa's Twitter page. Now, I'm sure that they will have other pages pop up. It's kind of like, um, you know, when we had 9-11 and they were trying to recruit people to join Al-Qaeda and they would just have, you know, thousands of Twitter pages. So we'll see how well Twitter has uh, the responses to be able to check out the hashtags and check out the keywords Antifa and tweets. And I'm sure they'll get more sophisticated with code words and code names like they, they did with Al-Qaeda. We'll see how, how equipped they are to handle that. They're really equipped to, to stipen President Trump's tweets, which, by the way, they haven't stipened any other political leader's tweets. They haven't fact-checked any other political leader's tweets, but Trump's. There are some laws, however, that can be enacted in reference to uh, a terrorist organization within the United States. Some of those laws were passed in the 60s when we had the last riots. Some of them are newer. Um, You know, you can do – they have RICO statutes and things of that nature that can actually be used for this type of violence, these out-of-state rioters that that are coming to to ride in these, these local towns and cities across America. So there are avenues they can do, they can they can use in order to give these guys very long prison sentences. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that examples are made out of. Uh, if I was like you, and you know we are all citizens of this country, and we're all here and we're all in this together. I don't care what the color of your skin is, whether it's black or white, whether you're a cop or not a cop. We all have to deal with this. We all have to tolerate it. We all have to, some sense of the word, try to understand it. Although it's completely, I'm un, you know, completely unable to understand it myself. I just think it's just, it's just foolish nonsense. But the reality is that foolish nonsense can, can lead down a road that we're getting ready to go if this isn't stopped. I, I really hope that each one listening to this podcast takes this podcast, the information that's been given seriously, and the information that you will hear in other places being given seriously. Give us some thoughts. Um, stay home. Don't go out to these, these hot beds of activity and get yourself hurt, killed, or arrested. Write it out, and hopefully our federal government, our state and local, state and local governments can do something about it and get the, the, this nonsense quilled before it gets way, way, way out of hand. Uh, it's a very concerning time in this country. And I wish our podcast today was funnier and brighter and humorous and had uh, things in here that we could talk about that were serious but could kind of be played with. But today just wasn't the day for that. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday for another episode um, of Unredacted or our local uh, daily news updates with a twist. Uh, But until then, stay safe, stay inside, stay away from the hotbed of activity. I want to again thank everyone for listening. Last week, we did very well. We had 25,000 downloads of this podcast, which makes me really happy and really excited. And I'm glad everyone is liking it and listening to it. Please keep downloading and listening and supporting us as we will support you with important news and facts. Until next time, stay safe.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.